Welcome to the Calvary Podcast, a ministry of Calvary Episcopal Church recorded live in Memphis. The Calvary Podcast is weekly sermons, but also conversations, reflections, and provocations about the mystery of God and what it means to be human in the world in need of repair. know if this is exactly how it happened, but what I remember is that Bishop Stow, retired and visiting from Alabama, stood up in the large room at St. Columba, filled with exhausted teenagers, to preach at the closing Eucharist for Happening, a weekend retreat for high school students. I was at the time in my 20s and standing at the back of the room as a similarly exhausted member of the adult support team. In my recollecting, Bishop Stow stood up, looked around the room, and said, this is real, and sat down. I feel certain now, looking back, that he probably said more than this. I mean, who would believe a story where a bishop preaches a three-word sermon? Impossible. It seems likely that he fluffed it up a bit and explained that as these teenagers packed their bags and matched up with their parents to head home, that someone would probably say, well, time to go back to the real world. And he wanted to be sure that they knew that this was real. This weekend of singing and staying up late and talking about things that matter and dancing and lighting candles and maybe washing feet, praying and eating and getting love poured into them. This is real. It's quite common, as it turns out, to be told that something is not real. I was told that I needed some real-world experience before I could successfully go to seminary, as if the first 20-some-odd years of my life had been completely imaginary, somehow not real. We pick up our kids from camp, or we get on the plane to return home from vacation, and someone quips, back to reality, Wasn't the rest and the beauty and the food and the strangeness of the place, wherever it was and however long it lasted, wasn't that real? Of course, it's not just the good stuff that we apply this duality to. We sit in stark and sterile rooms while doctors tell us jargony news. And a part of our mind says, This isn't real. This this can't be happening. And we do it to others who want to tell us uncomfortable truths about their own lived experiences. We say, you're imagining things. That's not what that was about. That didn't really happen. As if because I don't experience racism or you haven't been on the receiving end of sexism, that it's somehow not real. This is the Sunday when we talk about all the saints, 
how we are knit together in a mystical body, how there's a cloud of witnesses. We hear about a much more expansive family tree, that we are actually part of a lineage that includes some famed names like Mary and Martha, some slightly lesser known local folks made good, like Constance or maybe Bishop Stow, plus over 180 names and the back of your bulletin. And a person impacted by AIDS for every single opening in this gorgeous sculpture. It's tempting to say, oh, but that's not my real family. That's as foolish as asking adoptive kids about their real parents. Or as ridiculous as suggesting that the friends who show up with casseroles and Kleenex are not also real family. This is real. This is our family tree. There's no denying the reality of our shared heritage. The proposal Old Bishop, Old Bishop Stout offered those kids is on offer for us today. This is real. And not just all the true stories of our ancestors, of whom we are proud and chagrined in often equal measure, but also the other true stories we hear today. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines. He will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, swallow up death, and wipe away the tears from all faces. This mountain is as real as the Rockies, and that meal is as real as the warm burrito in the hands of a guest this morning or your lunch after church. I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The home of God is among mortals, dwelling with them as their God, wiping away every tear from their eyes and making all things new. Now we don't usually argue about tears being real, we know tears are all too real. Yet we're still quick to say that the mountain and the feast and the dwelling place of God are somehow imaginary, fairy tales, or just like a fleeting vacation from the daily grind. But it's actually all real. The stench of the four days dead man is real. And so is the beautiful scene of his walking out, trailing binding cloths. Writer Annie Dillard reminds me that beauty is not a hoax. Beauty is real. She understands, though, how tricky it can be to maintain this position. For her, it's not denial, it's simply forgetting. She writes, no, I've gone through this a million times. Beauty is not a hoax. Beauty is real. I would never deny it. The appalling thing is that I forget it. Beauty is real. I would never deny it, she says, 
The appalling thing is that I forget it. Me? I suffer from both issues, denial and forgetting. Some days it's more one than the other, but either way I lose. I succumb to the idea that it's all a hoax. Or I get distracted and forget to even look around for beauty, for love, for family, for the mountain. But it's all there. And it's all real. This is real. Beauty is real, and so is death. Pain and love and feasts and tears, all real. The mountain is beautiful. The stench is overwhelming. Resurrection is true. Our families, however we put them together, are real. And our families are really part of an enormous, sprawling family tree. Weekend retreats for teenagers are real. The walk I take in the old forest is just as real a part of my life as my desk and my computer. It's not separate. It's not different. I ought not to quadrant my life into real work and everything else. If I do that, if we do that, we might start to think that there are other demarcations, other quadrants. We could start to separate other experiences, forcing our lives into a series of either-or propositions. And worst of all, we might believe the hoax that heaven is separate from earth and that one is more real than the other. But friends, heaven and earth are both real and they are deeply enmeshed. Our real lives are intertwined with the kingdom and with the saints. We don't leave one world and enter another when we walk into or back out of church or into the woods or our homes or our offices or classrooms. It's not separate. None of it. Boundaries are not fixed. In fact, there might not be boundaries at all. Because it's all real. Nothing is separate. The home of God is among mortals. Really. This is real. If you're curious about Calvary Episcopal Church, we are an eclectic bunch of Christian people who don't all think the same thoughts or dress the same way or vote for the same candidates or even believe all the same things about the mystery of God and what it means to be human. But we do believe that we need each other because of our differences, not in spite of them, and that God calls us into unity, not uniformity. Subscribe to the Calvary Podcast at calvarymemphis.org podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit Calvary in person at the corner of 2nd and Adams in the heart of downtown Memphis, Tennessee.